Ladies and gentlemen, the following segment of the podcast is presented exclusively by Hillsdale College. Now, in its 175th year, Hillsdale is a truly independent institution where learning is prized and intellectual enthusiasm is valued. Thank you for listening and my sincere appreciation to Hillsdale for their sponsorship. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hi, I'm Doc Washburn from Little Rock, filling in for the great one. Mark Levin will be back live from Israel again tomorrow night. To join the conversation, of course, call 877-381-3811. Now, when I say I'm Doc Washburn from Little Rock, I actually had not seen Little Rock until they flew me in here five years ago to offer me a job. I grew up in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. I came here from Panama City, Florida. But the one cool thing about being a talk radio host in Little Rock, Arkansas, of all places in the country, is even young people know who you're impersonating when you say, now, look, I'm getting sick and tired of this. And I'm only going to say this once, and I want y'all to listen, listen good. I did not smoke cigars with that young woman, Miss Lewin. What? Well, maybe I did, but I didn't think I did. Now, may I see the definition of the word, please? Is my attorney running around here somewhere? Because I'm feeling my own pain right now. If you're picking up on what I'm putting down, I think you just might be. I've done that for people in their 20s. In other states, they have no idea who that is. In Little Rock, Arkansas, even teenagers are like, yeah, that's Bill. Shut up. I don't want to hear it. All right. I got into radio over 40 years ago because I love music. Couldn't imagine anything more boring than just listening to a guy talk on the radio without playing music until I discovered Rush Limbaugh in the early 90s, and then the rest was history. And, man, how exciting it is to fill in for the great one, Mark Levin, tonight. All right, now. Have you seen the videos of the Antifa punks beating journalist Andy No and others bloody in Portland over the weekend? They've been getting away with this for a while now because Portland Mayor Ted Wheeler, who's also police commissioner of Portland, has praised them. And apparently the Portland police have been under orders to stand down. Now, Peter Hassan at the Daily Caller just came out with an article chronicling the fact that Antifa has consistently attacked journalists who cover them for several years now. When violent people are unrestrained, we have chaos and people wind up in the hospital or, God forbid, worse yet, dead. Now, Ted Cruz is demanding the Justice Department, the FBI, quote, investigate and bring legal action against a mayor who has, for political reasons, ordered his police officers to let citizens be attacked by domestic terrorists, unquote. Well, Ted Cruz is right. Anyone who hits somebody over the head with a brick or a crowbar, needs to go to prison for many years, as do public officials who ignore the escalating violence and encourage and enable those who commit it. So all of a sudden, the Portland Police Department and the mayor of Portland are now making a show of wanting to bring to justice the perpetrators of the violence after giving Antifa free reign to commit it all this time. So federal law enforcement's job is to come down on these miscreants like a ton of bricks. Our job is to examine and discover how we got here what will you do about it? One constant you'll notice in videos of Antifa violence is that they're dedicated to the cause of attacking those whom they disagree with. They see you as evil. The, so the idea of attempting to have a polite conversation with Antifa is out of the question. 
Also, it's against the law to possess a loaded handgun at a public place in Portland. So if you try to defend yourself with deadly force against a violent mob, at best, the same police who ignore the mob violence will arrest you, and you'll be looking at a possible $500 fine and six months in jail for violating Portland's prohibition on carrying a loaded gun in a public place. So how do we get here? Consider a couple of old but wise sayings. One, power corrupts and absolute power corrupts absolutely. Two, the love of money is a root of all kinds of evils. And a lot of people who get involved in liberal politics have two goals. Number one, to amass an ungodly amount of money from their so-called public service. And number two, to gain as much control over the lives of many of their fellow citizens as possible. There are people in this world who really are on a power trip. Their goal in life is to have control over you. They can't get elected and be able to do that by being honest with you. They have to lie to you. They have to mislead you. They have to betray you. So they tell you if you like your plan, you can keep your plan, period. If you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor. They tell you Obamacare will bring down the average American family's premiums, $2,500 a year. Lies. All lies to get what they want, which is control over you. Do you recall what longtime Congressman John Dingell admitted to host Paul W. Smith on Mark Levin's affiliate WJR in Detroit about Obamacare back in the year 2010? Mr. Producer, uh, can you please play for me cut number one? The harsh fact of the matter is when you're going to pass legislation that will cover 300 American people in different ways, it takes a long time to to do the necessary administrative steps that have to be taken to put the legislation together to control the people. All right. He meant 300 million Americans. But for a moment, just for a moment, that senior veteran congressman who was in Congress for over 50 years, John Dingell admitted that Obamacare was all about controlling the American people. He admitted it. Do you remember when Hillary was running for president in 2016? I'm sure you do. She admitted in an interview that she does not believe in the power of persuasion. She doesn't believe in trying to win people over to her point of view. As far as Hillary Clinton was concerned, the only way of governing that made any sense to her was using the power of the federal government to force people to do what they don't want to do. Now, I I, I know you probably can't stand the sound of her voice, but I promise this will be quick and painless. It's only eight seconds long. Uh, This is uh, from Hillary's keynote address at the Women in the World Summit in April 2015. Mr. Producer, if you could give me a cut number two. Deep-seated cultural codes, religious beliefs, and structural biases have to be changed. Did you get that? I mean... Hillary Clinton is as insistent on getting her own way as Antifa is. She was determined to use the mighty power of the federal government to come down on you like a ton of bricks to make you change your religious beliefs. Imagine that. If Hillary Clinton had been able to put a couple more far-left justices on the United States Supreme Court and marshal the power of the federal government to try to force you to change your religious beliefs, She would have made Antifa look like child's play. Now, thank God we dodged the bullet on Election Day 2016. And Hillary's never going to be president of the United States of America. 
But do you honestly believe none of the other people running for the Democrat nomination to challenge President Trump next year would do the same thing? The Democrat plan is all about deceit, and it's all about coercion. If they told us the truth, they couldn't possibly win another election. They know their plans to dominate us will face opposition, so they've always had to lie to get over on us. What? Ooh. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. Allow me to revise and amend my remarks. Everything changed last week when most Democrats admitted they want illegal entry into this country decriminalized. And all of them admitted they want you and me to pay for their health care. Yeah, I know America's never going to go for that. It's crazy. So why'd they do it? Well, I guess because their base voters are so radical and angry that they know they have to give them what they want to get the nomination. What? So there's no way they can beat Trump that way? (laughs) Yeah, but that's their problem, not mine. Okay, now look, I've got a serious question for you. And again, the number to call in is 877-381-3811. Serious question. Are you old enough to understand the context for the phrase Mark Levin's good friend Sean Hannity uses, don't drink the Kool-Aid? Back in the 1970s, a popular religious and political leader in Oakland, California, named Jim Jones, talked 1,100 people in his cult into relocating all the way to the South American country of Guyana. A few years later, he talked over 900 of them into committing suicide by drinking Kool-Aid laced with cyanide. So when Sean or Mark or I or anyone warn you, don't drink the Kool-Aid, we're warning you against signing on to an ideology, socialism, which has brought death, destruction, and misery to millions. While I'm at it, may I just throw this in? The next time somebody sends you a private message on Facebook, which says, just press your finger down and send this on to everybody you know, call timeout. Whoa, wait a minute, wait a minute. Timeout. Don't forward whatever that news story is, supposedly news story. Don't forward it until you find out if it's true, because it usually isn't. Now, about drinking the Kool-Aid. Are you aware Cornell University is offering a course? suggesting that we stop using rationality and reason this summer. Thank you, Kat Temp over the Gutfeld Show for writing about it in the National Review, by the way. Princeton now has a course suggesting that science, science in and of itself, is gendered, racialized, and ableist. In other words, the very notion of science existing discriminates against people because of their gender, because of their race, Uh, even because they're disabled. According to a report by the Claremont Independent, a group of students at Pomona College recently wrote an open letter to the school's outgoing president stating, this is a quote now, the idea that there is a single truth is a myth and white supremacy. Okay, so we got these different colleges talking about getting rid of rationality, getting rid of reason, getting rid of science, Uh, jettisoning the idea that objective truth exists. Let me tell you something. These are the bleedings of sheep without a shepherd, the rantings of young people who insist on being indoctrinated, the demands of those who insist on not having to think things through and decide on issues for themselves. Such a generation would be easy pickings for a would-be Maduro, a would-be Stalin, a would-be Hitler if one were ever to arise in America. Unfortunately, given the nature of supply and demand, I fear that eventually one would. Many young people in America today are begging to be molded, 
begging to be manipulated by those in power who are eager to do it. Think about this. Young people are impressionable. If our institutions of higher learning and our public schools, for that matter, can turn out a generation which rejects the value of being rational, the value of using reason, the value of using science, the value of believing that objective reality exists, then those who would seek to control them basically will have nothing to stop them. You know, for many years, Rush has referred to people of a certain age as being young skulls full of mush. Now, young people seem intent on matching that description. So what should we do? Well, a wise man once told me, work like everything depends on you, pray like everything depends on God. Perhaps I'll learn that lesson someday. Now, remember, Mark's new book, On Freedom of the Press, is a New York Times number one bestseller, and it's driving the Times crazy. It's an extraordinary and powerful book that shines the light of truth on the mass media like no other book before. On Freedom of the Press by Mark Levin is available wherever fine books are sold. Pick up a copy today. I'm Doc Washburn filling in for Mark Levin, who will be back live from Israel tomorrow night to join the conversation. Call 877-381-3811 and we'll be this right after back. Mark Levin. Since its founding in 1844, Hillsdale College has provided students with sound learning of the kind essential to preserving our civil and religious liberty. Now, I want to tell you about Imprimus, the free monthly speech digest of Hillsdale College. Imprimus is dedicated to educating citizens and promoting civil and religious liberty by covering important cultural, economic, political, and educational issues. First published in 1972, Imprimus is one of America's most widely read publications in support of liberty, with more subscribers, 3.9 million, than the Wall Street Journal and the New York Times. And recent Imprimus publications have addressed issues like free speech, the regulation of big tech, mental illness, and the American medical insurance system. And because America's founding principles are so important, Hillsdale offers Imprimus absolutely free of charge to anyone who requests it. That's right. You can subscribe to Imprimus for free. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to visit imprimus.hillsdale.edu for your free subscription. That's Imprimus, I-M-P-R-I-M-I-S dot Hillsdale dot E-D-U. Welcome to Hillsdale. Hey, Doc Washburn filling in for the great one, Mark Levin. The number to call to get on the conversation is 877-381-3811. How do we wind up with Antifa? Well, for how many years have colleges and universities been telling students, young skulls full of mush, that reality, that reason, that science are just arbitrary ideas. They don't really exist. And, hey, by the way, I want you to do what I want you to do because for some reason it's virtuous to punch a Nazi. And, and by the way, Nazis don't have to be actual Nazis. It's just whoever we disagree with. You know, might makes right, will to power, all that kind of stuff. All right. Uh, again, the number 877 all right, Mr. Call Screener, let's go to uh, Eric in Los Angeles on line four. Eric, you're on the Mark Levin Show. Doc Washburn filling in. What's up, brother? Hi there. I'm just really terrified by this thing about throwing science into the trash can. 
I mean, is is that really happening? Well, all I can tell you is... (laughs) Is what is out there now? Which which one was it? Uh, hang on a second. Let me see. Uh, the one about science. The one about science. Uh, Princeton. Princeton has a course suggesting that science, in and of itself, is gendered, racialized, and ableist. Oh, okay. Whereas Cornell University has a course suggesting it might be a good idea for us to stop using rationality and reason. And then you got a bunch of students over at Pomona College writing an open letter to their president of the college saying, you know, the idea there's a single truth, that's, that's a myth. That's white supremacy. So, you know, I, I'm just noticing what's going on around us and going, you know, we, we need to hold fast to the idea of science, to the idea of objective reality, to the idea of using a, a reason and logic. Yeah, I, I think you're absolutely right. I just, I just want to... What, what you what you do is if you read the mainstream press, you say they say that tens and tens of thousands of scientists have shown that humans are changing the climate. But um, yeah, but when you when you when you when you drill down, and I appreciate your call, Eric in L.A. When you drill down, you find out that that's not true. As a matter of fact, I'm old enough to remember uh, Ted Cruz a few years ago. Uh, had the head of the Sierra Club on, had the head of Sierra Club on, and uh, the, uh, the the Sierra Club president of the Sierra Club, Ted Cruz was saying, "All right, now where where do you get this idea? You know, where do you get this this idea about all these scientists saying there's man made climate change?" And the head of the Sierra Club was, "Well, I'm just I'm just going with what I've been told. I just I just believe it. I just believe it." All right, uh, the number again, 877-381-3811. Larry in Evansville, Indiana. Larry, we got about a minute. Brother, let's make a count. What you got? Yeah, sure. I'll I'll be quick. Uh, These students from Pomona, they're saying that any one truth is a myth. Yeah. Is is that the truth? Meaning, do they consider (laughs) that the truth? Because in and of itself, then that, that truth to them is not necessarily the truth. You're absolutely correct. You're absolutely correct. Uh, to, to say, in other words, to say there's no such thing as absolute truth, well, that's an absolute statement. You know, and it turns in on itself. Uh, great call. Great call. I appreciate it very much. Um, one of the things that we want to do, one of the things that we want to do when we get back from our bottom of the hour break, there's been a pretty... Um, Pretty cantankerous, pretty extreme back and forth between United States Senator Ted Cruz of Texas and the mayor of Portland about whether or not he did order his police to stand down and let Antifa beat people bloody. That's coming up. The Doc Washburn filling in for the great one, Mark Levin. You know, our nation's oldest colleges were founded to teach students to seek truth, recognize what's beautiful and hold up what is good. But the vast majority of them have abandoned their missions, locked in the grip of political correctness. They no longer allow free and open discourse. Rejecting the idea of objective truth, they peddle moral and cultural relativism. Thankfully, none of this applies to Hillsdale College. For almost two centuries, Hillsdale has remained true to its original mission, to provide sound learning of the kind essential to preserving civil and religious liberty and intelligent piety. Now, as Hillsdale celebrates its 175th year, 
It remains committed to offering its students the very best liberal arts education in the land, as well as to extending its mission nationwide through its many outreach efforts on behalf of liberty. These include free online courses, the publication of its Free Speech Digest and Primus, its Kirby Center for Constitutional Studies and Citizenship in Washington, D.C., and its Barney Charter School Initiative, which is helping to establish classical K-12 charter schools nationwide. Pursuing truth and defending liberty since 1844, this is Hillsdale College. And let me add, I think so much of Hillsdale College. I donated an original copy of a compilation of the Federalist Papers, which sit today as I speak at the Kirby Center. Hillsdale College, America's College. Can't got your tongue? Cough up a furball and call 877-381-3811 right now from Mike Levin. All right, the Mark Levin Show, Doc Washburn from Little Rock, back with you. And, of course, the number to call in to get into the conversation, 877-381-3811. I want to tell you what's been going on on social media between United States Senator Ted Cruz and way far left liberal Democrat mayor of Portland, Oregon, Ted Wheeler. Okay, so the Daily Caller article comes out. Update, journalist Andy No attacked a Portland rally. He's reportedly sustaining injuries. And, of course, uh, they say he had a brain hemorrhage. It was, it was terrible. So Senator Ted Cruz goes out there on Twitter and says, sickening criminal assault to mainstream, quote, journalists, unquote, don't cover this up. Don't ignore it. And then he says to law enforcement, find and prosecute these violent felons. And then Ted Cruz says to federal law enforcement, investigate and bring legal action against a mayor who has, for political reasons, ordered his police officers to let citizens be attacked by domestic terrorists. Well, that was a little bit more than liberal Democrat Mayor Ted Wheeler of Portland could stand. So he responded, Dear Ted Cruz, at least get your facts straight. I ordered no such thing. Could you divert some of those investigation dollars to something that would actually benefit American cities? Infrastructure, affordable housing, mental health services come to mind. Yeah, Ted's not going to Ted's not going to stand for that. So he responds, "Okay, Mr. Mayor, you want to talk facts? Great. Fact number 1, a conservative journalist was violently, violently assaulted by Antifa thugs on the streets of your city. Fact number two, you said, and I quote, I support the Portland Police Bureau's decision not to intervene, unquote. Fact number three, you have a pattern of withdrawing police protection to further your political agenda when Antifa terrorists threatened ICE in Portland, you ordered police not to protect federal agents. Here's a United States Senate resolution which I joined condemning your partisan civil rights violations. Now, see, here's one of the problems. We were talking before the break, a little bit earlier, about the fact that there are college courses now in in mainstream universities and colleges in this country encouraging 
people to get rid of the idea of objective reality, get rid of the idea of using rationality and reason, to, to question the very existence uh, of science, saying that it's, it's racist, that it's anti-gender and anti-this, that, or the other thing. But the problem is, the same problem as the nursery rhyme we learned when we were kids, row, row, row your boat merrily down the stream, merrily, 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 life is but a dream. Well, life's not just but a dream. An objective reality does exist. And by the grace of God, we still have an imperfect judicial system, but the best one in the world here in America. And so there are times when people think they can create their own reality, and then they come up against actual reality, like hitting a brick wall at 60 miles an hour. And my hope and my prayer is that the Antifa thugs of Portland and the people who gave the police the stand-down orders will metaphorically hit that brick wall of reality. All right, the number to call to get into the conversation, 877-381-3811. Let's see, who do we want to go? Pardon me. Talk much. Who do you want to go to here? <laughs> Let's go to uh, Rick in Idaho. Rick, you're on the Mark Levin Show. Doc Washburn filling in. What's up? Hi. How are you doing today? Love the show. Thank you hey, very much. Um, I, I have a real problem with when officers, police officers, who put up their hand and swore an oath to serve and protect the citizens of that state, that county, that city, yeah, And then the mayor says, oh, no, stand down. Then what they are saying to the world is, my paycheck means more to me than doing what is right as a human being. And then first off, as a police officer, if they have enough backbone to carry a gun, why can't they bond together and they have a policeman's union and say, no, we are not standing down. We swore an oath. And if you don't like it, mayor then you patrol the damn streets, but we're going in and protecting the lives that we swore and that we draw a paycheck to do. Otherwise, we're gone. And you think that the mayor is not going to turn around and change his position? What are you, uh, the citizens of that city or state are not going to, uh, well, what are we going to do? You can't bring in the military. Well, you know, they, they, and I appreciate your call, Rick. A beautiful, beautiful point because... Portland has been putting up with this for a while. Last year, Antifa was blocking traffic, and the mayor was like, that's just fine. Now, now the head of the police union has come out, and I'm so glad that Rick and Idaho made that point. Here is a statement from the head of Portland's police bureau. He says, the mayor, our police commissioner, you know, same guy, the mayor is a police commissioner, is not allowed to use the rank-and-file officers of the Portland Police Bureau as a shield to deflect Portland's negative press nationwide. As we have said before and will continue to say, police officers work to uphold the Constitution, including the right to free speech. It's our job to ensure that our community can peacefully protest without fear of violence, but right now our hands are tied. It's time for our mayor to do two things. Tell both Antifa and Proud Boys that our city will not accept violence in our city and remove the handcuffs from our officers and let them stop the violence through strong and swift enforcement action. Enough is enough. So as great a point as a caller just made 
Apparently, the head of the police union in Portland is out there publicly saying that the mayor, who is also the police commissioner, has handcuffed the officers there in Portland from being able to respond and protect and defend. And that is a bad, bad place to be. All right. um, Let me go with... uh, yeah, let, let's go with line number five, Andrew in Winslow, Arizona. Such a fine place to be. Andrew, you're on the uh, uh, Mike Levin Show. Doc Washburn filling in. What's up, brother? Doc, it's really nice that you took my call. I appreciate it. I appreciate everything you do, everything Mark does. And uh, I just wanted to make a comment about these crazy classes that these higher, these institutions of higher education are purporting to teach. Yeah. Because it begs the question, I mean, aren't they going to use reason and logic to try to prove that reason and logic don't matter <laughs> you would think you would think and it's yeah, it's, it's, no, it's, go, it's go right ahead. absolutely ridiculous and um it it reminds me of a movie did you ever see um idiocracy no but i need to i keep on hearing it's wonderful you know it's a comedy and it's hysterical but the thing is is that there is this underlying truth to it where people are getting stupider and stupider. Um, And my favorite scene is where everybody's starving because the crops are dying and they're putting this plant food on it. And so this guy from the, from the past, he, uh, he makes it one crop. He makes one uh, plot of plants and he uses that product and another one he doesn't. And the the plants that they use the product all die and the other one doesn't. So he goes to the government and he says, look, it's this product that we're putting on the food. Yeah. And they go, it can't be because it says it's good for plants on the package. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. It's, it, so, it's in writing, you know, right? I mean, I just wanted to make that point um, because that's where we're headed. We're headed into an idiocracy. Um, the movie's funny, but the reality of it is not funny at all. I appreciate it, Andrew. Great call, brother. Thank you very much. God bless you. You know, here's the thing. Here's the thing. We really dodged the bullet. We really dodged the bullet uh, election day of 2016. You don't want to think about where we'd be right now if Hillary had been elected. And again, uh, you know, it's by the grace of God. And and we're trusting for the same thing uh, next year. We really got to work on that. All right. uh, Let me grab another call here. Let's go with uh, uh, line number one, BT in Panama City, Florida, my old stomping grounds. You're on the Mark Levin Show. Doc Washburn filling in. What's up, BT? Hey, doing good. It's TT. Uh, I'd just like to know, where's the ACLU for this lawyer up in uh, Portland? Why aren't they coming out here raising their flags and screaming? Yeah, that's that's a really, really good question. I mean... Yeah, you don't hear anything from them. You don't hear anything from these gay rights groups. I mean, it's kind of, you know... Yeah, I mean, since since the, since the journalist is, uh, you know, a self-declared, uh, you know, uh, gay Asian journalist, you, you would think the ACLU and the, the and the, the gay rights uh, groups would be up in arms. Um, you know, BT, uh, uh, I'm sorry, it's 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 not BT, but it's PT. Yeah, PT. I'm sorry. You know, it, it's it's almost I don't want to go too far on a limb here, but it's almost as if. Uh, the groups who should be coming to the defense of uh, Andy No, the guy who got beat up so severely by Antifa in Portland, may be, uh, 
maybe in the tank ideologically. I appreciate your call, brother. Thank you very much. All right, uh, the number to call, 877-381-3811. The Mark Levin Show, of course, continues. Oh, 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 before I forget, tonight, tonight, there is a new episode. A new episode of Levin TV tonight. Start your 30-day free trial today at blazetv.com slash Levin. I'm Doc Washburn filling in for Mark Levin, who will be back live from Israel tomorrow night. To join the conversation, once again, call 877-381-3811. It will be this right after back. Mark Levin. Every human being has a common problem. How do I live well? Our happiness and well-being depends on how we answer that question. Hillsdale College President Larry Arn argues that the best book ever written on this subject is Aristotle's Nicomachean Ethics. And a new free online course from Hillsdale College shares Aristotle's teachings that will help you lead the most complete, happy life possible. Register for this free course, Introduction to Aristotle's Ethics, How to Lead a Good Life, featuring lessons from the greatest self-help book ever written at levinforhillsdale.com. In just 10 on-demand videos, each only 30 minutes long, you'll learn how to confront the chief obstacles to happiness and make the choices that build good character. Aristotle presents a guide for securing a virtuous life. And if you take this free course from Hillsdale and heed Aristotle's advice, your life will change for the better. You can learn how to lead a good life just as every Hillsdale College student does. It's yours for free. At levinforhillsdale.com. That's L E V I N for Hillsdale.com. Hey, I'm Doc Washburn from Little Rock, filling in for the great one. Mark Levin will be back live from Israel again tomorrow night to join the conversation. Call 877 381 3811. I've been kind of trying to tie in because so many people, when they see Antifa, Uh, beating up people in Portland, Oregon, they're like, okay, wait, what possesses people to do something like that? And why aren't the police doing something about it? Well, the police union itself is saying that the mayor, who's also the police commissioner in Portland, Oregon, has has their hands tied. What possesses people to do something like this? Antifa sees you, if you disagree with them, as evil. And there's no talking to you. Uh, You just need to have violence come down on your head. And, of course, there's only one thing to do with people like this. They need to be arrested and if found guilty uh, in a court of law, put in prison for a long time. So uh, there's there's a serious back and forth going on between United States Senator Ted Cruz and Portland Mayor uh, Ted Wheeler. And Wheeler has no idea, I don't think, I think he seems to be impervious to external stimuli. But Mayor Wheeler of Portland, I don't think, has any idea that Senator Cruz has figuratively handed his gluteus maximus to him. So, you know, never give up. Never give up. Let's let's go to some of these calls here at 877-381-3811. Tom in Washington, D.C. Tom, a former police officer, we appreciate your service. You're on the Mark Levin Show with Doc Washburn filling in. What's up? Yeah. Well, first off, right off the bat, any victim there, especially that uh, my understanding is that the journalist who was injured is literally suffering a brain hemorrhage. And yeah. he took a very severe blow to the head. 
Right. And some of these guys came in with tire irons right there. The, the, the idea that the police would stand back and not immediately arrest anybody simply for showing up with tire irons and other kind of weapons is appalling to me. But as a former police officer, I don't know where they're getting cops these days. And I don't know where, what they're making decisions. I understand what the union said. Handcuff them? Hell. If I was the chief of police, I would have violated it. I may have been fired, but then I would have brought a lawsuit against the, the mayor for giving me an illegal order. He's ordering me to violate the Constitution, to violate my oath of office. He's violating his oath of office. I'm not going to follow it. And if the police chief didn't do it, and I was a cop in the street and I saw that app, I would have run over there and protected that guy. And they, I might have been on the carpet, but then fine. You want to fire me? I'm bringing a lawsuit against you, and it's going to be known of Tom, exactly what, what they're doing. I am outraged that cops are just, they're, it's like another caller said, they're too worried about their damn paycheck. Yeah. I, Tom, let me, let me tell you. Let me tell you, it's worse than that. Andy No. The journalist who got beat up by Antifa over the weekend in Portland went on with Tucker Carlson on Fox News Channel last night, and he said that the police wouldn't even call an ambulance for him. To get an ambulance, he would have to walk over to the police station, uh, which apparently was a block or two down. He would have to walk back through the Antifa guys who had just beat him up to go to the police station to call an ambulance. It's that bad in Portland, Oregon. needs to sue the police department. There needs to be a class action suit. Anybody oh, yeah. involved with that needs to bring a lawsuit against them because they are violating their oath of office. That's right. They have the option. It's like I, I gave up. I got so fed up with the corruption in Chicago, I left. I became a military officer. Let me tell you something. You cannot follow an order. In the military, we learned about this in Me Live 4 back in, the, in Vietnam. If somebody gives you an order to just go in and murder everybody in a town, men, women, children, you are under your constitutional oath to disregard because it's an unconstitutional order. Yeah, universal code of military justice. You, you can't follow an illegal unconstitutional order. Absolutely. Bob. Yeah. Tom, I appreciate your service, uh, not only to the uh, community there in the Windy City, but also to our country. God bless you, brother. Thank you very much. Let's go with Sean in Washington, D.C. Sean, you're on the Mark Levin Show. Doc Washburn filling in. we got about a minute. Let's make it count, brother. What you got? Hey, man, thanks for taking my call. I just want to know where Barr is. I mean, if this had been Barack Obama, Holder would have been down there in a nanosecond with uh, this guy's civil rights being violated. And, yeah. Uh, You've got to go in and investigate this mayor, this police department, and head's got to roll. I'm, I'm sorry. This, this is unacceptable. Because what's going to happen is you're going to get a group that's going to go and counter them, and it's going to get really nasty, and that's what I fear. No, I, I'm with you, Sean, and I appreciate your call. God bless you. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, 877-381-3811. Yeah, you know, um, Barack Obama, his attorney general, Eric Holder, he sent in, what, 50 FBI agents? To investigate when the gentle giant, Michael Brown, was killed by Officer Darren Wilson in self-defense in Ferguson, Missouri? Yeah, the caller was right. The caller was right, no question about it. Okay, uh, coming up at the top of hour number two of the Mark Levin Show, what on earth is going on with AOC, Alexandria Occasional Cortex, and the Border Patrol, the long-suffering Border Patrol agents? We got it for you next. I'm Doc Washburn filling in for Mark Levin.
He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. The caller AOC. Her real name is Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, but I like to call her Alexandria Occasional-Cortex. And I'm sorry, I don't remember who I stole that from. This is Doc Washburn filling in for the great one. Mark Levin will be back live from Israel again tomorrow night. To join the conversation, call 877-381-3811. So, yesterday, AOC was part of a group of Democrat members of Congress who went down to look at a Border Patrol facility. And here's what she put out there on social media. She says, just left the first CBP facility. She says, I see why Border Patrol officers were being so physically and sexually threatening toward me. She says, officers were keeping women in cells with no water and had told them to drink out of the toilets. This was them on their good behavior in front of members of Congress. All right. Now, does anybody actually believe that Border Patrol officers physically or sexually threatened a member of Congress? I mean... My credulity is being strained here. Now, former acting Immigration and Customs Enforcement Director Tom Holman was on Fox News, America's newsroom this morning. He said AOC's claim that women were being forced to drink from toilet bowls was just ridiculous on its face. And he accused the freshman Democrat of intentionally misinforming the American public. Well, certainly wouldn't be the first time, would it? All right. Um, we, we, we got a couple of clips here. Uh, Hector Garza. He's the vice president of the National Border Patrol Council. And I don't know how to break it to you, but Hector Garza is a patriotic American who actually is of Hispanic origin. So, so I don't think he's racist against brown people. He was on with, uh, with Neil Cavuto. And Neil there on Fox asked him, do you think... Oh, 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 first, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Let me, let me, start, let me start with Hector Garza's statement, and then we'll get to Neil's question. Hector Garza, Vice President of the National Border Patrol Council, talking about AOC. Uh, Mr. Producer, let's go with uh, cut number three. Unfortunately, AOC has lost credibility with everything she's been talking about. She's been saying that we have concentration camps at the border. That's not true. So everything that's coming out of her mouth, I think she's lost credibility, sir. Okay. Well, I think so. Obviously, we don't have concentration camps. When AOC was called on it, she said, oh, come on. Not like I was talking about Nazi death camps. I'm just talking about concentration camps. Never again, by the way. Which, of course... Never again specifically refers to no more Holocaust, no more Nazi concentration camps. So she's talking out both sides of her mouth. Anyway, so Neil Cavuto's question for 
Hector Garza, Vice President of the National Border Patrol Council. Neil asks him, do you think that Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez was herself subject to abuse there because maybe a lot of guards didn't like her to begin with and wanted to make it difficult for her? All right, uh, Hector Garza, Vice President of the National Border Patrol Council. Let's go with uh, cut number four, Mr. Producer. As a matter of fact, Neil, uh, in speaking with agents that were at that facility, they said that AOC walked in there beginning a war against our agents. And, and just to let you know, Neil, there is footage where, where Ocasio-Cortez is actually going up on our agents uh, and, and, and being very threatening and being very abusive with our Border Patrol agents. And that video is, is in the hands of CBP right now, headquarters. And we hope that CBP releases that footage. Oh, man. I hope they do. I hope they do. Because, I mean, you know, AOC is already being roasted. She's already being dragged on, on social media. But if the footage comes out showing that as soon as she got there, she started screaming and crying and that everyone was treating her civilly, that's going to be a lot of fun. So Neil Cavuto comes back and asks Hector Garza, the vice president of the National Border Patrol Council, he says, but this crowding that you talk about, this $4.6 billion funding bill is supposed to address all that, right? Mr. Producer, cut number five, please. That's right, Neil. That, that's where we're trying to get that money so we can build additional facilities, additional care, so that we can continue to take people to the hospital, provide them with, with toothpaste and, and, and all the necessities that they need. All right. You know, the Border Patrol officers really do care about these people. They're human beings. Let me give you one more. Neil Cavuto comes back and says, so when you hear Congressman Cortez and others say, maybe you guys shouldn't be doing this because you're not up to the task, you say, cut number six, please. No, as Border Patrol agents, we try our best. Even though our job is border security, we take care of the people that are coming to our custody. We treat, treat them with dignity and respect. And guess what? We risk our lives for these people every single day. They do. They do. It's heartbreaking for these Border Patrol agents when someone has dragged a child with a serious illness a thousand miles through Mexico to get to our southern border. And the child shows, shows up on the verge of death. And they do everything they can to try to save that child, get that child immediate medical attention. Only have demagogues like AOC and others lie about them. And why? And why? And I go back to something I said in, in another hour here in the Mark Levin Show, that most of the Democrats who are running for president are saying, well, we want to decriminalize coming here illegally. Just get rid of the border. Anybody can waltz in. And you, Mr. and Mrs. Middle Class America, are going to have to pay for their medical care. 501-433-5483. 501-433. Pardon me. Oh, I'm so sorry. That's my local number. You're not going to get me there. 
877-381-3811. Mr. Producer and Mr. Call Screener are both having a little chuckle there. Doc, remember, you're on from sea to shining sea. Doc Washburn filling in for Mark Levin. 877-381-3811. Look, I, I dearly hope, I dearly hope that November of next year we can take back the United States House of Representatives from the Democrats because I, I, I think I think that we're very much in danger of being overrun on our southern border, and it's it's not a racial thing. It's not an ethnic thing. Did you see the story the other day? Uh, the illegal alien who has had DUI arrests before, who probably should have still been in jail, who ran down and killed a bunch of retired Marine Corps officers who had a little motorcycle club up in upstate New York. Now, this guy was here from Ukraine. I mean, if I may borrow a saying from a former president, uh, if I had a son, uh, he would have looked like him. Well, I do have sons. And there's a resemblance. It's not about ethnicity. We have people coming across our southern border from all over the world. And, And... all different kinds of ethnicities. We have a serious problem. We have uh, Democrats in Congress saying we're doing horrible things, saying we're running concentration camps, and yet AOC continuously voted against funding for humanitarian aid to the same people that she's complaining don't have humanitarian aid. It's outrageous. It's outrageous. And it ties in with something we've been talking about in another hour, which is the violence. The violence that we saw in Portland. Because I believe that if we do what has been called for out there in the mainstream media and out there on social media of doxing these Border Patrol agents, you saw that over the weekend? We're opening them up to possible violence from Antifa types. It's a, it's a, it's a dangerous world we live in out there. It seriously is. 877 381 Three eight one one. I want to go with uh, James in Woodhaven, Florida, on line three, Mr. Producer. James, you're on the Mark Levin Show. Doc Washburn filling in. What's up? Hi, Doc. It's Lynn Haven, Florida. Oh, Lynn Haven. Very good, yes. sir. Go right ahead. Hey, the um, congresswoman from Florida, Miss Wilson, the famous one with the hats. Frederica, thinks yes. Ought, thinks it ought to be... Uh, against the law to make fun of members of Congress. Indeed. If Congress, if Congresswomen like AOC weren't such a joke, we wouldn't be, we wouldn't be making fun of them. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're, you're right. And I've got some, I've got the, the audio for Frederica coming up in, in a little bit. What, what does it tell you, James, when we have members of Congress 
who are so unfamiliar with the First Amendment to the United States Constitution that they don't just think it should be against the law to make fun of members of Congress. They think it already is. But getting getting into what happened in Portland, I don't understand how the police can see somebody wearing a mask and carrying a weapon uh, into a bank wouldn't wouldn't stop that person. So why would you allow somebody wearing a mask and carrying a weapon to go into a crowd? Yeah, you know, you got a good point there, because years ago in the South, we passed laws against that kind of stuff, basically to clamp down on the Ku Klux Klan, the KKK. So, And they used that, I think, in Birmingham about a year or so ago, when some Antifa types were going to do a little demonstration there, and uh, I think it was Birmingham, might have been Montgomery, and the local police are like, uh-uh, those masks are coming off right now. And uh, that didn't go over too well with Antifa, but the police there put their foot down, and they made it happen. And it precede the uh, thing with the Kukark plan. There have been a number of laws that said you can't do that in, in, in places outside of the South. Oh, okay. Okay. Anyway, Doc, the other thing I wanted to say to you is it was the grace of God that we got Trump, but it was the work of a whole lot of people here in North Florida and across the country who made it happen. We may have been agents of God, but it certainly was a lot of work done here. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, God bless you guys, James. Good to hear from you. I appreciate you. All right. Um, the Doc... <laughs> Doc Washburn filling in for the great one. Mark Levin continues, and I want to know what you think about AOC slandering our hardworking uh, patriotic Border Patrol agents. Oh, I, no, I'd love to hear from a, a liberal who actually believes she's telling the truth. Oh, that would be that would be just a gift. Again, the number 877-381-3811. And remember now, Mark Levin's new book, Oh, my goodness. Unfreedom of the Press is a New York Times number one bestseller. It's an extraordinary and powerful book that shines the light of truth on the mass media like no other book before. Unfreedom of the Press by Mark Levin is available wherever fine books are sold. Pick up a copy today. I'm Doc Washburn filling in for Mark Levin, who will be back live tomorrow night from Israel. To join the conversation, call 877-381-3811, and we'll be this right after back. Mark Levin. With a daily fake news dump pouring through your TV, mobile phones and computers, you may have missed some real news like the recent study in the journal Cell Metabolism. Scientists suspected a correlation between growing rates of obesity and processed foods, but what this study discovered was that these foods also appear to lead people to overeat. Here's the bottom line. You need fresh fruits and vegetables in your diet, which is why I recommend that you start taking Field of Greens by Brickhouse Nutrition. Just one scoop of Field of Greens has a full serving of real USDA-certified organic fruits and vegetables. It helps boost your immunity using antioxidants, prebiotics, and probiotics. This is real food, not some fake supplement lab powder. Just read the nutrition facts panel on the side. Go to BrickHouseLevin.com, that's BrickHouseLevin.com, and you'll get 15% off your first order with the offer code LEVIN. 
You know you're not going to start cooking fresh fruits and vegetables, so let's not pretend. Just get one full cup of fruits and one full cup of vegetables every day with Field of Greens. Go to BrickHouseLevin.com, BrickHouseLevin.com, offer code LEVIN. All right, it's the Mark Levin Show. Doc Washburn from Little Rock, Arkansas, filling in. 877-381-3811 to get into the conversation. AOC, do you really believe that AOC was physically and sexually threatened by Border Patrol officers when she went down to the border yesterday? I think that's one of the most uh, facially ridiculous charges I think I've ever heard in my life. All right, let's go with uh, Dave in Queens, New York City. Uh, line three. Uh, Dave, you're on the Mark Levin Show. Doc Washburn filling in. What, what's up, brother? What do you think? Hey, Doc. Listen, you're doing a great job. Thank you very much. I've listened to, uh, I've got all the books from Mark Levin. You're filling in, doing a great job. And, and it's so refreshing to hear all these guys calling in from the rest of the country to say, what the heck is going on? I went to Brown University, the most liberal institution in the, in the world, and I saw the hypocrisy of what they're teaching these kids. Yeah. And I own a landscaping company. I have 20 guys who work for me that are legal immigrants. They all came here, busted their ass. And what's going on down the border? It's all yellow journalism. What's happening? These people are basically, you know, we're outnumbered right now. They have the media and they have the politicians in certain spots, you know, Queens, AOC, and de Blasio, who's running for president, which is just absolutely ridiculous. This is what's going on. We have to, you know, we have to stand up for it. Thank God in 2016. People stood up, and we won the election. Amen. Uh, Dave, I appreciate you, brother. God bless you. Thank you very much. It's wonderful to hear from you. Um, You know what it reminds me of? Remember when Harry Reid lied about Mitt Romney's tax returns in the run-up to the 2012 presidential election? And it came out after the election that Harry Reid had lied? And he was asked about it by a, by a uh, reporter. And Harry Reid's response was, well, he lost, didn't he? We're against an enemy that believes that uh, there are no rules. All's fair in love and war, and politics is war. And so that, that's why we need to be wartime conservatives, not peacetime conservatives. We got, we got a lot more coming up. 877-381-3811. The Mark Levin Show continues. I'm Doc Washburn. If you have a moment, I want you all to go to BrickHouseLevin.com. Just go there and click on the Buy Now button so you can read the reviews. Over 1,200 five-star reviews, I might add. But this one caught my attention from Steve in Denver. I'm upset with Mark because he's got me hooked on Field of Greens. What a great product. Thank you, BrickHouse, for your amazing product and great customer service. I'm a monthly subscriber, and I won't live without it. And you're welcome, Steve. And subscribing is smart. You save money that way. Field of Greens is made with real USDA organic fruits and vegetables and helps boost your immunity using antioxidants, prebiotics, and probiotics. Plus, they offer a 100% satisfaction guarantee or your money back. Go to BrickHouseLevin.com or call 833-RING-BHN. Get 15% off your first order with promo code LEVIN. That's BrickHouseLevin.com or call 833-RING-BHN, promo code LEVIN. 
Levin, America's Tyranny Hunter. Call in now, 877-381-3811. Our Doc Washburn filling in for the great one, Mark Levin. And Mark will be back live from Israel again tomorrow night to join the conversation. The number to call is 877-381-3811. We've been talking about a lot of stuff this evening or afternoon, as the case may be, wherever you are. Uh, talking about the Antifa punks who beat up journalist Andy No, beat him and others bloody in Portland over the weekend. Been talking about uh, AOC, Alexandria Occasional Cortex. In my humble opinion, going down to the border and just lying, lying her butt off about Border Patrol agents, saying that she had been uh, physically and, and sexually threatened by Border Patrol agents. And, and hearing that the vice president of the uh, National Border Patrol Council, Hector, um, uh, what is his last name again? Hector Garza saying, look, um, Border Patrol has video and we can prove that she was the person who came in there and started screaming at us right from the start. And we were very civil, very respectful, very polite. Please, I'm begging you. Because I know that a lot of people high up in the federal government listen to the Mark Levin show. Guys, come on. You need to release that video, okay? I mean, it shouldn't be 24 hours after AOC lied about your Border Patrol agents that the video has not yet been released. You need to get it out there. Also, we got Ted Cruz calling out the Portland mayor like a boss for having his own police Handcuffed. I've been explaining to you part of the problem here is that we have colleges and universities who are indoctrinating young people. And let's face it, biology tells us that women's brains are not fully developed till their mid 20s, men until their late 20s. It's talking about, you know, the, 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 the right and left lobed. Uh, lobes being uh, fully connected with the, the part that goes across the top of the brain. So kids, late teens, early 20s, very, very impressionable, very susceptible to being indoctrinated and manipulated. And enough of them have been told that the power structure is evil and you need to go out there and, uh, hey, try putting a little plastic cement in your milkshake. Uh, try hitting people over the head with a crowbar or a brick. Whoever did it needs to go to jail. We've been talking about all these things. I want to play for you what a United States representative who has, let's face it, I'll admit, a unique fashion taste. Frederica Wilson has been saying recently she loves to wear cowboy hats and as we say here in the South, bless her heart. You know, that's, that's fine. But some of the things she says are, are troublesome, are problematic. Mr. Producer, uh, United States Representative Frederica Wilson, let's go with cut number seven. Those people who are online making fun of members of Congress are a disgrace. And there's no need for anyone to think that is unacceptable. Okay, I don't think it's unacceptable. 
I think it's a perfectly legitimate use of their First Amendment right to free speech. If they want to make fun of a a member of Congress, somebody I like, somebody I don't like, either way. Your First Amendment right to freedom of speech, of course, protects speech that you don't like. I think probably what she meant to say was there's no reason to think that it's acceptable to make fun of members of Congress. Well, Representative Frederica Wilson, I, you know, I'm under the impression you actually represent part of the state of Florida, which is the United States of America, and our right to freedom of speech is protected by the United States Constitution. But I guess you don't have to be familiar with that to get elected to the United States House of Representatives. But, but she doesn't stop there. Congresswoman Frederica Wilson goes further. Uh, Mr. Producer, let's go with cut number eight. We're going to shut them down and work with whoever it is to shut them down, and they should be prosecuted. Ho, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. Now, again, this is the totalitarian impulse of a demagogue who is infuriated that someone would have the gall to disagree with her. Have you ever been in a conversation with a liberal who gets so upset with you and so frustrated with you because you won't just go ahead and agree with him or her as the case may be? You're trying to have a polite conversation You're trying to listen politely and then say, well, you know, let me ask you about that. I want to know why you believe that. And you can see the blood start to boil and you see the face going red. How dare you ask me why I believe that? It's received wisdom. (laughs) It's objective truth. We're going to shut them down. How dare you make fun of a member of Congress online? We're going to shut you down and figure out how to prosecute you. Now, would you forgive me, because I know people tell me all the time, Doc, don't judge anybody. Would you forgive me if I came to the conclusion that United States Representative Frederica Wilson, representing part of Florida, may not be all that bright? I'm just going to put that out there and see what you think about that. 877-381-3811. One more clip from Congresswoman Frederica Wilson of Florida. Mr. Producer, let's go with cut number nine. You cannot intimidate members of Congress, threaten members of Congress. It is against the law, and it's a shame in this United States of America. Well, okay. Yeah, I mean, you can't intimidate or threaten members of Congress. Uh, For that matter, you can't intimidate or threaten anybody. That's against the law, but... You weren't talking about intimidating or threatening Representative Wilson. You were talking about just making fun of members of Congress online. So let me give you a little hint, a little pro tip. The first thing is, if you're going to, uh, if you're going to do a, uh, a live radio talk show, first thing you want to do is turn down the ringer on your phone. <laughs> Beginner's mistake. You want to turn down the ringtone. The second thing is, talking to U.S. Representative 
Frederica Wilson. Honey, you don't have a clue. We have a saying for you in the South, which is bless your heart. Of course, you can't intimidate or threaten a member of Congress or anybody else for that matter. But the thought that you give us, the implication you make, what we infer from your statements is that you feel intimidated or threatened because somebody made fun of you online. Uh, That's somewhat awkward. And you know what? Hey, if, if somebody... If any of you know Representative Frederica Wilson, you want to call into the show and explain to us. This is your golden opportunity. Just just right off the cuff, tell us why being made fun of online makes you feel threatened or intimidated. Because, you know, sometimes, not always, but sometimes I feel like it's better to try to understand than to try to be understood. And I would just love to understand this craziness that Representative Frederica Wilson is emitting. (laughs) Tell us why you feel threatened, why you feel intimidated just because somebody is making fun of, well, maybe they weren't even making fun of you. Maybe you feel threatened or intimidated because they're making fun of AOC or Rashida Tlaib or Ilhan Omar. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's quizzical. As the great philosopher Winston Churchill once said, it's a mystery wrapped in a puzzle and shrouded in an enigma. 877-381-3811. We're talking about Portland a little bit earlier. Let's go with Brian in Portland, Oregon. Brian, you're on the Mark Levin Show. Doc Washburn filling in. I appreciate you hanging on. What you got, sir? Hey, Doc. Uh, pleasure to talk to you. Uh, Same here. Uh, uh, she should have been talking to uh, Maxine Waters about uh, threatening and, and all of that good stuff, but uh, that's off topic. So, No, that's uh, okay. Maxine said get in their face. She wanted her uh, constituents to get in the face of Trump supporters. That That is actually on topic. You're, you're great. Go right ahead. Um, so uh, a little bit of background. Uh, I spent 10 years law enforcement uh, here in the Portland metro area. Um, my son... Um, who is 22 has been dreaming of being a law enforcement officer since he was about 13. Um, he has been taking classes, trying to get his associate's degree, um, for the last year, a little, a little over a year. Um, because that's what most Metro area, uh, law enforcement, uh, agencies require. Yeah. And, um, a couple of weeks ago, uh, the city of Portland actually dropped their requirement for uh, having an AA. So you had to have a GED uh, or a uh, just a high school diploma. And now, my why wife do you, and I why were do like, you think? Oh, what, I'm, I'm sorry. Why do you think they did that? Um, I, I will tell you that. Um, okay. They are down. Uh, I think the last numbers I saw, they were down 126 officers. Oh my. And so they had to kind of open it up a little bit, and I'm, I'm sure they probably opened it up a little more than that with, you know, with some criminal background um, history, that kind of stuff. Oh, boy. Uh, but, uh, you know, so my wife and I were talking to him about this uh, about a week ago. Yeah. And he just said, I don't want to be a cop anymore. You know, and we, my wife works downtown Portland, and I, so she and I carpool, I drive through that mess every day. 
you have you have folks junkies that are literally shooting up on the streets. Um, I'd love for Ted Cruz to reach out to me because I could give him more bullet points on what he was saying earlier um, in response to uh, Ted Wheeler. But Good it, it's, grief. it's been an interesting um, uh, devolvement in our society in Portland. Just just kind of watching this all go down. Good grief. Brian, let me ask something. You got have, have you considered um, telling your son, look, you can still be a law enforcement officer, just not be a Portland police officer. You don't have to get too far away from Portland to get to a conservative area of Oregon where people uh, actually are normal, right? <laughs> yeah, and um, if you look at the way that the state um, voted, yeah, you don't have to get too far out. Um, you know, he just decided uh, based on all of the events over the last several years, he just said that I would just want to be an EMT. Oh, my. Oh, my. Well, God bless him, uh, Brian, and, and God bless you, and we appreciate your service uh, to the Portland community. Uh, appreciate your call, brother. Thank you very much. Always good to get a call on the Mark Levin Show from his affiliate Freedom 970 uh, in Portland. Wow. Uh, more coming up. More coming up straight ahead as the Mark Levin Show continues. Uh, once again, a, a new edition, a new edition of Levin TV is on tonight. And start your 30-day free trial today at blazetv.com slash Levin. I'm Doc Washburn filling in for Mark Levin. We'll be back live from Israel tomorrow night. To join the conversation, once again, call 877-381-3811. And we'll be this right after back. Mark Levin. Do you wake up in the morning feeling sluggish and have to drag yourself through your day? Do you feel bloated, tired, and out of shape? Eating healthy is a habit, but most of us don't really know exactly what we should be eating, right? How much we should be eating and how to properly prepare it. This is why I drink Field of Greens every morning before I start my day. Just one scoop of Field of Greens has a full serving of real USDA-certified organic fruits and vegetables. Helps boost your immunity using antioxidants, prebiotics, and probiotics. Now this is real food, not some fake supplement lab powder. Just read the nutrition facts panel on the side. Go to BrickHouseLevin.com and get 15% off your first order with the offer code LEVIN. Now you know you're not going to start cooking fresh fruits and vegetables, so let's not pretend. Just get one full cup of fruits and one full cup of vegetables every day with Field of Greens. Go to BrickHouseLevin.com, BrickHouseLevin.com, offer code LEVIN. All right, the Mark Levin Show. Doc Washburn from Little Rock, from Panama City, Florida, from Savannah, Georgia, from Charlotte, North Carolina, been all over the place. Doc Washburn filling in for the great one, Mark Levin. And, of course, Mark will be back live from Israel again tomorrow night to join the conversation all over America. It's real easy. All you have to do is call 877-381-3811. We've been talking about all kinds of stuff on the Mark Levin Show. Uh, We're talking about Antifa beating people bloody in Portland as the police just stood by and watched. Talking about AOC. 
Alexandria occasional cortex showing up at a Border Patrol facility in down on the border, and in my humble opinion, lying through her teeth, saying that she was physically and sexually threatened by Border Patrol officers, saying that women were forced to drink out of toilets. By the way, by the way, a reporter asked her as she had gotten into her vehicle, did you actually see any women drinking out of toilets? And she just stared and rolled her window up. Of course she didn't. Of course she didn't. I mean, there's this unit. You've probably seen it on social media all over, uh, already that's used in detention facilities. You, you have a toilet, and above the toilet, you have a sink, and you have a sign saying potable water. You can drink water out of the sink. Unbelievable. All right. Uh, of course, the number to call to get into the conversation, 877-388-3811. Uh, let's go ahead and go with... Um, uh, Lynn on line two in uh, San Jose, California. Lynn, you're on the Mark Levin Show. Doc Washburn filling in. What's up? Ah, thank you for taking my call. You know, um, AOC, uh, number one, yes, she's lying. We all know that. But she's just trying to make a name for herself. And if she can make it by lying, she will. Most people, most rational people, would not believe her. It's like, oh, my goodness sakes, are you kidding me? And as far as the stuff goes in Oregon... What is wrong with that police department? That would be a big, huge lawsuit. And, and I'm sure it will. Lynn, great call. I appreciate you. Thank you very much. A lot of times, liberal politicians do make their names by lying. I'm old enough to remember when John Kerry came back from Vietnam and lied about his, his brothers in arms. All right, let's go with Brent in L.A. on line five. Brent, you're on the Mark Levin Show. Doc Washburn filling in. We've got about a minute, brother. Let's make it count. What you got? Yeah, Doc, I love listening to you. Thank you. I, I just wanted to comment on the clown, Frederica Wilson, and I didn't want to talk about her specifically. I just want to speak about her as a type. She's the typical progressive predator who just deflects, diverts, deceives, yeah. doesn't use reason, doesn't respond on point. And these, this is just typical con artist, sociopath style and tactics. Uh, they're double-talking, they're using hysteria and anger, and this just applies to Ilham Omar, Hillary Clinton, Rashida Tlaib, Autocratia Cortez, Adam Schiff, just the whole lot of them. All of them, all of them. Brent, uh, great call from L.A. I appreciate you, brother. God bless you. Thank you very much. Yeah, Frederica Wilson, the one who said we're going to prosecute people for making fun of members of Congress. Unbelievable. Hey, how is Donald Trump the same as the Good Samaritan? That is coming up to start our number three of the Mark Levin Show. I'm Doc Washburn. More coming up straight ahead. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post. Deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. All right, Doc Washburn from Little Rock filling in for the great one. Mark Levin will be back live from Israel again tomorrow night. To join the conversation, call 877-381-3811. My mother called me last week. She said, Doc, this, this young woman spoke with President Trump standing right there, something called the Faith and Freedom Coalition. 
And she said, you've got to find what Natalie Harp said right there, thanking the president for the right to try bill, the right to try law. Now, what is that? Well, it's a law that got passed and the president signed it, basically saying that if you're terminally ill, you know, you're going to die anyway. And there's some kind of experimental drug that hasn't been completely signed off on by the FDA. What do you have to lose? You can go ahead and give it a shot. And there have been a number of people who have been trying to get something like this passed for a long time because, hey, you know, let's see if we can save somebody's life. You're going to die anyway. See if we can save somebody's life. So I found it. This wonderful young woman, um, Natalie Harp, uh, she, she's got an MBA. Uh, she, she's very, a uh, very compelling speaker. And I've got two clips from her after the president brought her up to the podium there at the Faith and Freedom Coalition's, I guess, annual meeting um, last week. And this was just kind of blew me away. Uh, Mr. Producer, uh, Natalie Harp, part one. Let's go with uh, cut number 10, please. Thank you, Mr. President. You know, we all know the story about the Good Samaritan. But what you don't know is I was that forgotten person on the side of the road, the victim of medical error, the number three cause of death under the previous administration, and left to die of cancer. First, the medical establishment, they came by, and they saw me there, so they wrote prescriptions for opioids, and they walked on. Next, the political establishment, they saw me there, And they stopped just long enough to come over and tell me how to die, how to speed up my death so I could somehow die with dignity. Oh, I guess I should have told you it might be a good idea to have a a tissue handy for this. Um, All right. So here's uh, the good news from Natalie Harp at the Faith and Freedom Coalition, standing right there with President Trump. Mr. Producer, let's go with cut number 11. But then an outsider... My good Samaritan, President Donald J. Trump, he saw me there, and he didn't walk by. He stopped. And for every single one of us, he gave up his own quality of life so we could live and work and fight with dignity, because he believes in survival of the fighters, not the fittest. And so, Mr. President... I have to say you have made a lot of promises to us, and you have kept every one of them. So now we're going to make you this promise. Just as you fought for us, forgotten America will never forget how you saw us on the side of the road, and you walked over, and you picked us up, and you made us great again. And now we're going to fight for you, Mr. President. God bless you. Wow. Um, Okay, uh... Sorry, I must have gotten something in my eyes. Who's, uh, who's peeling onions in here? Who's cutting onions? Wow. That just kind of took my breath away. She's saying, this guy right here saved my life. Because until that right to try bill got passed and signed by the president, um, you know, you're terminally ill. 
yeah, there's an experimental drug, but I'm eh, sorry, the FDA hasn't taken all the years to go through all the phases. And, you know, I wish we could let you try it, but, you know, it's just not legal to do that yet. So um, we could do that die with dignity thing. Yeah, we could do that. Um, I got to tell you, that just blew me away. And the grace and humility with which President Trump accepted her praise, two words that perhaps, whether you love them or you hate them, would not be the first two words that would come to mind when you're talking about Donald Trump, whether you love him or you hate him. But I saw a different side of him. And I got to tell you something. A lot of what he's been doing and been trying to do since he got elected were common sense things. You know, Ron Johnson, God bless him, United States Senator from Wisconsin, who went to the Met for the, uh, for the right to try bill. Yeah, he was um, threatening to hold up funding to reauthorize the FDA. You know, we got to get this passed, and he got it passed unanimously. Um, we're, we're talking about human beings here. We're talking about the value of human life, the sanctity of life. And so I say God bless Donald Trump for getting behind the right to try law. And uh, thank you to my, my mother for letting me know what an impassioned speech by Natalie Harp. And again, it just redoubles the effort that I think a lot of us will have to do whatever we legally can to make sure this man gets reelected next year. I know people who don't like Donald Trump who can't wait to vote for him because they know how horrible the Democrat alternative would be. And it doesn't matter who gets the nomination. It doesn't matter who gets the nomination. The Democrat Party is, is, is now the party of abortion all nine months for any reason whatsoever. It is the party of let's decriminalize coming across the border illegally. Let 7 billion people come in and then you, Mr. and Mrs. Middle Class America, have to pay for the health care. When you add up all the things they want to do, Medicare for all, Green New Deal, all this kind of stuff, it's so many trillions of dollars. It's so much more than all the money that exists on the face of the earth. It's insane. But I, I would like to hear from you if what Natalie Harp said inspired you the way it inspired me and showed you a different side of this president, or for that matter, confirmed what you already knew, 877-381-3811. Been talking about a lot of stuff this evening or afternoon, wherever you are, on the Mark Levin Show with Doc Washburn filling in. Uh, AOC, I believe, lying about the Border Patrol facilities, lying about being threatened physically or sexually by Border Patrol agents, 
Representative Frederica Wilson saying that uh, we're going to shut down people who make fun of members of Congress online, going to prosecute them? For what? For what? And now the amazing Natalie Harp giving credit where it's due to this president, thanking him for the right to try law, which helped her battle cancer. But I tell you what, I mean, she certainly, certainly looks like the picture of health now. You would never know. You would never know that the doctors had said she was terminally ill with cancer not too long ago. All right, uh, 877-381-3811. Let's go with uh, Raj in Vienna, Virginia, right outside D.C., uh, here on Line 5. Raj, you're on the uh, Mark Levin Show. Doc Washburn filling in. What you got, brother? Okay. About terminal illnesses. And it really touches, it touches our hearts when you have someone like Natalie Hart talking about just her terminal conditions. Yeah. But who declared her terminal? The present establishment. Okay. They have not tried many things. And we have nationally known people who have thousands of people following them where the body's own repair mechanisms have been encouraged right away. Right. And they have been dismissed, but they have been proven themselves. For example, hyperbaric oxygen. They've healed people as if dead, and they put in the hyperbaric chamber, and even uh, yeah, I've I've, I've, heard, I've heard about that, and and you know a lot of the medical community isn't too crazy about it, but some of the medical community swears by it. Yes, I have. I'm a part of that community because there are many people who I have helped using hyperbaric oxygen, like a child who had drowned 27 minutes without vital signs. Wow. And these wow. are Toronto and other places. Our laws here are not allowing... In fact, there's a very good stroke doctor here, Lewis Clark. He's an MD-PhD. Well, we- Lewis Clark has developed over the past 10 or 15 years a new stroke protocol. Okay. I mean, uh, we, uh, I appreciate your call, Raj. We, we don't want to really... You know, publicize a, a, a doctor whom, who I don't know, uh, and I, I thank you for your call. But the point Raj, I think, was making is that there are, you know, alternative uh, methods of, of, of healing out there, uh, some of which uh, are, are accepted by the mainstream medical establishment, some which are not. You know, I'm, I'm very aware of the Less than 1% of chiropractors in this country who do uh, what's called upper cervical work. They adjust people's atlas, uh, the top bone of the spinal column. Uh, the, the theory being that if your atlas is out of alignment, then your, 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 your spinal column can get kinked up like a chain, restricting your central nervous system's ability to send impulses you know, to one part of your body or another. And I've seen great success in, in that. Jim McMahon, uh, former... Uh, quarterback to the Chicago Bears swears by it. Um, so, you know, you, you, you've, you, you've got that out there. Um, but 
I, I guess the idea is that the right to try bill is a start, is certainly a start. And Natalie Harp, God bless her and God bless the president for allowing her, for allowing her that. All right. It is the Mark Levin show. Of course, Mark is going to be back live from Israel uh, tomorrow night. Remember Mark's new book. Unfreedom of the Press is the New York Times' number one bestseller. It's an extraordinary and powerful book that shines the light of truth on the mass media like no other book before. Unfreedom of the Press by Mark Levin is available wherever fine books are sold. Pick up a copy today. I'm Doc Washburn filling in for Mark Levin. He will be back live from Israel tomorrow night. To join the conversation, call 877-381-3811, and we'll be this right after back. Mark Levin. Man, oh man, the best bumper music in the Western Hemisphere. It's all I could do not to do my Tom Petty impersonation there. Hey, it's the Mark Levin Show. Doc Washburn from Little Rock filling in for the great one. Mark Levin. We'll be back live from Israel again tomorrow night to join the conversation. Call 877 A little bit of good uh, breaking news here for you. Uh, the jury assigned to the case of accused Special Warfare Chief Edward Gallagher has found the decorated Navy SEAL not guilty of murder and attempted murder after a whirlwind trial that included bombshell revelations and twists. This is great. I love how the Washington Examiner wrote this. The verdict was reached by the five Marines and two sailors today. After the prosecution and defense made their closing arguments the day before, the jury did find Eddie Gallagher guilty of unlawfully taking a picture with a corpse of the teenage ISIS fighter he was accused of killing. But Brad Bailey, and he got time served on that. Brad Bailey, president of the Navy SEALs Fund, said our stance from the very beginning of this has been that Eddie needs to have a fair trial and we're going to stand behind him no matter what because he's our brother and the courts have prevailed. We understand that it's a very contentious accusation and one that deeply divided our community. And I hope that everyone can learn a lot from this on both sides and we can get back to take care of business. Now, the 40-year-old Eddie Gallagher was accused of stabbing an injured teenage ISIS fighter to death and shooting at civilians during deployment to Iraq a couple of years ago. Seven members of Gallagher's own platoon leveled the accusations against him, describing their chief as a reckless murderer who failed to distinguish between civilians and the enemy. The accusers communicated through a WhatsApp group called the Sewing Circle, a seemingly innocuous name for a group dedicated to discussing the alleged war crimes of a decorated sniper and medic, those discussions would be the basis on which Navy prosecutors would bring charges against Gallagher. The case received national attention after a searing New York Times report detailed the gory accusations. Gallagher's case drew further attention in May when it was reported that he was one of several accused troops being considered for pardons from the president. The news sharply divided the military community. And even the Navy SEALs themselves. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. 
It is good news, though. It is good news. Guys, we coming up on a break? Okay, I'm sorry. I, I lost I lost track. I apologize. Anyway, I think it's it's good news. And the prosecutors were accused of doing some very, very funky stuff in the Eddie Gallagher case. All right. To join the conversation, call 877-381-3811. Doc Washburn filling in for the great one, Mark Levin, who will be back live from Israel again tomorrow night. says today what the backbenchers will repeat tomorrow call mark at 877-381-3811 all right doc washburn filling in for the great one mark levin who will be back live from israel again tomorrow night to join the conversation call 877-381-3811 i i can't i can't we, we got so much we're talking about we're talking about aoc going to the border we're talking about the Portland mayor and the stand-down orders for the police as Antifa are beating up people, including the uh, the journalist um, Andy No. We're talking about um, the right-to-try law in which um, Natalie Harp called President Trump her good Samaritan. My, my daddy told me the, the story of the good Samaritan when I was like maybe three or four years old. Beautiful, beautiful about how wonderful it is to help people who cannot help themselves. So much we're talking about. Uh, Representative Frederica Wilson, Democrat, liberal Democrat of Florida, saying that we're going to uh, shut down criticism of members of Congress and prosecute them for their First Amendment right to free speech. Let me throw one more into the hopper before we go back to uh, uh, calls at 877-381-3811. What is the deal with Nike? The Wall Street Journal reported that Nike had halted the release of its Independence Day sneakers because former NFL player Colin Kaepernick said that the 13-starred Betsy Ross flag was offensive. Really? So the governor of Arizona has withdrawn state tax incentives for Nike to set up a new manufacturing site after Nike pulled the 4th of July-themed sneaker because of concerns that Colin Kaepernick had about the 13 stars on the American flag, the original one, being offensive. Arizona Governor Doug Ducey had welcomed the approval of a Nike Air manufacturing innovation plant in West Valley, Arizona, reportedly worth $184 million dollars. But at this point, he's saying Nike has made its decision and now we're making ours. He said, I've ordered the Arizona Commerce Authority to withdraw all financial incentive dollars under their discretion that the state was providing for the company to locate here. Arizona's economy is doing just fine without Nike. We don't need to suck up the companies that consciously denigrate our nation's history. Can I tell you something? I think it's offensive. I think it's offensive when Colin Kaepernick went into Miami to do a press conference before a game wearing a T-shirt of Che Guevara, the mass murderer Che Guevara. 
You talk about Black Lives Matter? Che Guevara loved murdering black people in Cuba. Uh, which is more offensive? Che Guevara wearing the, uh, the uh, pardon me, uh, Colin Kaepernick wearing the Che Guevara T-shirt? Or New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio going into Florida and quoting Che Guevara? I don't know. It's a tie. But Che Guevara was a mass murderer. A mass murderer. So for Nike to take the word of a guy like Colin Kaepernick who wears the Che Guevara t-shirt that, oh, no, 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 the uh, original American flag, 13 stars, that's offensive. Okay, well, you guys offend me. You guys uh, offend me. To misquote the great retro hip-hop philosophers Ron DMC, that's the way that it is, and it's like that. 877-381-3811. Uh, let's uh, let's grab some some phone calls here. Um, Tammy in L.A. on line three has some thoughts about that uh, right to try law, which has saved people's lives here in America. Tammy, you're on the Mark Levin show. Doc Washburn filling in. What you got? Well, congratulations to me to getting through. <laughs> I'm so happy to talk to you. Um, Same here. Yeah, just as a reminder of. In the U.K., they already have their death panels. Um, I don't know if they have socialized medicine or not, but they uh, the Alder Hay Hospital yeah. case with Alfie Evans, where two great parents, their rights were taken away. They brought their kid to the hospital because he was just a little baby boy, probably, I don't know, like under two years old, yeah. and having major seizures, and there's all kinds of... Um, proven uh, seizure medications that, you know, haven't been uh, authorized and stamped, as you say, by their medical associations or what have you. But um, they took that baby off of life support, and he was stuck in his hand. He was hungry, and they blockaded that hospital with a police barricade. Yes, they did. right to the parents away, and they starved that baby. And he, he could have had a fighting chance, but because of their pride, and their ego, and they um, denied him to go, and there's a helicopter waiting to take him to Italy. They had gotten him to become a citizen of Italy, and they blockaded, and they let that baby starve. Yeah, they did. They did. He was. I didn't hear about it in the news. I found it on YouTube just by happenstance, and I was just completely uh, thrown it was, it was maddening. It was maddening, Tammy, and they, they did. He was almost two years old. And, yes, um, uh, the U.K., Great Britain, uh, does have what they call a national health service. It is complete socialized medicine. And they didn't want to be shown up. They didn't want to let that, in my humble opinion, they didn't want to let that baby go to Italy for some uh, alternative treatment and be, uh, and be shown that they were wrong. They couldn't afford to be shown that they were wrong. And, you know, there have been horror stories in British papers, in British papers for years about people dying from substandard care because, you know, when the government controls health care, they have to ration it. And it's horrible. I mean, there, there, there's a reason... That people, if they have the wherewithal, the financial means, will leave the U.K. or will leave Canada and come to the United States to get life-saving surgery, life-saving treatment. And, and you're absolutely correct. And um, it, was, it was heartbreaking. And it says a lot about a society, uh, what they do to the, the weakest and most defenseless among them. 
Uh, Tammy, God bless you. What a, what a great call. I appreciate you so much. All right, 871, pardon me, 877-381-3811. Let's say it's uh, numerically, 877-381-3811. Uh, Doc Washburn filling in for the great one, Mark Levin. Uh, let me go with uh, with Dennis in Manchester, New Hampshire on line five. Dennis, you're on the Mark Levin Show. What, what you got, brother? Oh, hey, Doc. Uh, first of all, I'm completely... Uh Distracted by the thing you just mentioned on Nike, I think we. I think those of us who understand what the original um, thirteen colony flag is all about should boycott them. But besides that, I really think your commentary about that is just is straight on. Companies need to be held accountable for making ridiculous decisions like that because of somebody you know that they're pandering to is really you know quite honestly just another you know I think unfortunate individual. Um, yeah, I mean, who, who holds who holds Colin Kaepernick uh, accountable? I'm sorry, go right ahead. Yeah, yeah, by all means, on, on both sides. But the reason why I was calling is about um, Ocasio Cortez. First of all, just watching the stuff that um, has been put on the news about her, and, and most of the stuff, obviously, in the news is just ingratiating crap. Unfortunately, and I just think that she's a pretty she's unfortunately a delusional individual. And yeah. the, with, with the fact that she has millions of followers on Instagram and the media calls her the Democratic darling creates the biggest problem that we have right now with someone like her. But the other thing I really want to know is the amount of time she's been in Congress, what has she really done for that district that she represents in Queens? What has she really done for the people of Queens or, or the Queens plus, plus the Bronx? That's what, that's what I would really like to know. I think the American people need to ask that same question. No, that's that's a great question. I appreciate your call, Dennis. Thank you very much. Uh, Mr. Producer, Mr. Call Screener, anybody want to tell me what uh, what AOC has done for uh, for Queens there in New York City? No, they're, they're bit... Hey. There you go. She sabotaged 25,000 high-paying jobs from Amazon because she doesn't understand... Uh, the economy. She doesn't understand finance. It's, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's just unbelievable. Unbelievable. Um, let me go with, um, let me go with line four. Sharon in Bryant, Arkansas, in the, in the Little Rock Metro, uh, one of my regular listeners, uh, from, uh, from the Doc Washburn show, the local show that I do in Little Rock, Arkansas. Sharon, you're on the Mark Levin show with Doc filling in. What you got? Hey, I was talking about, Frederica, yeah, and the uh, I don't know who said it. Mark Levin uh, quoted it, but it is not the office that brings honor to the man. It is the man that brings honor to the office. God bless her heart. <laughs> That's what we say in the South. Bless her heart. She has no idea. That it's not illegal to criticize a member of Congress, right? Right. I mean, it's, you know, talking about we're going to shut these people down, we're going to prosecute them. You know, I mean, at, at least, at least, I don't know about wherever she's from in Florida, but at least in, in Saline County, Arkansas, you're aware of the First Amendment right to free speech. Absolutely, and amen. All right, Sharon, we appreciate you. God bless you. Thank you very much for your 
your your call. Appreciate that very much. Let me go to John in South Dakota on line three. John, you're on the Mark Levin Show with Doc Washburn filling in. What you got, brother? Well, hi, Doc. Hey, uh, just want to comment on that wonderful socialized medicine, that awesome program that the Democrats seem to want to drop down on our heads. Yeah. Um, we have an icon called, uh, the gentleman's name is Alec Trebek. You may have heard of him. Yeah, yeah, uh, Jeopardy, he, Alex he, Trebek, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's a Canadian, you know. And, uh, uh, he's, I he's, did not realize that. He is. He's battling pancreatic cancer. Sounds like it's very successful. So we're looking forward to him winning and continuing oh, yeah. on his show for a number of years. And anyway, I'm almost guaranteed, I don't have this in writing or anything, didn't read it anywhere, but I'll bet his cancer is being treated in the USA. Oh, got to be. Gotta be. Gotta be. Gotta be successful. I don't think it's Canadian. I don't think he flew up to Canada. I think he's in uh, California where his show's shot. So yeah, he's probably going go to Cedar Cedar Sinai in L.A. or or, or, or some really advanced uh, treatment center there that that will treat his cancer. Oh, absolutely, no question, no question. Yeah. So you know, Canadian. Uh, I mean, he's an American icon, but he's he's sure. Canadian, and I just think that Socialized Medicine probably would have would have said, you know what, Alec. You're a dead man. Go plan your funeral. Yeah, there you go. You're an old man. You're 70-some years old. We're not even going to give you a shot, buddy. There you go. John, I appreciate your call, brother. Great point there. You know what? I will never forget the actress, Natasha Richardson. She was married to Liam Neeson. They were vacationing at a ski resort in Canada, and she fell, and she hit her head on a stone, and they thought it was nothing. She's like, I'll be okay. And an hour or two later, when it really started hurting bad and she realized, I've got a serious problem here, it was too late. They don't have life flight in Canada like they do in the United States of America. So they couldn't, you know, call 911 and get a helicopter and, and life flight her to, you know, a, uh, a trauma center, an ER, to take care of her. They were just going to have to take her in a residential vehicle, and she didn't make it. She did not make it. She was in a coma by the time they got her there, and uh, and she passed. And that's what socialized medicine is like. It is rationing. And again, that's what all these Democrats, I don't care who it is, up on that stage. And you might think, well, you know, Tulsi Gabbard and, and Ken Yang, they, they actually seem pretty, uh, pretty reasonable, pretty normal. Yeah, they're all for socialized medicine. And we know the bunny. We know the bunny. He wants to raise your taxes. Um, middle America, we're going to raise the taxes. But, but, but your health care is going to be cheaper. Yeah, we heard that before, pal, from the last president. It doesn't work out that way. All right, uh, the Mark Levin Show continues. Once again, remember, Mark's new episode of Levin TV is tonight. Start your 30-day free trial at blazetv.com slash Levin. I'm Doc Washburn filling in for Mark Levin, who will be back live from Israel tomorrow night to join the conversation. Call 877-381-3811, and we'll be this right after back. Mark Levin. Tell you what, Mark Levin has the best bumper music in Western civilization. It's the Mark Levin Show. I'm Doc Washburn filling in from Little Rock, Arkansas. Mark will be back live from Israel tomorrow night to join the conversation. 
Call 877-381-3811. And, uh, you you know, we've been talking about so much stuff tonight, and I keep on coming across more stuff to throw into the hopper. Uh, Daily Caller has it. um, Texas Republican Representative John Ratcliffe said last night on Fox News that the Justice Department Inspector General has finished his investigation into whether the FBI abused the surveillance court system, the FISA court, you know, during its investigation of the Trump campaign. Interview Fox News, John Ratcliffe, Texas Republican representative, said he met in June with the Inspector General Michael Horowitz to discuss the timing, but not the content of the release of the report. He says he doesn't think it'll be out real quickly, but hopes it will be out before Congress breaks for its August recess. <laughs> TikTok, Director Comey. TikTok, James Clapper. Oh, oh, and by the way, John Brennan, beware Icarus. <laughs> Let's grab a call at 877-381-3811 because everybody wants to talk about AOC. Uh, line two, Scott in Arkansas. You're on the Mark Levin Show. Doc Washburn filling in. Got about a minute, brothers. Make it count. What you got? Doc, proud of you. Filling in for the uh, great one. Thank you. Local fan. Um, yeah. You hear this all the time, I know. Uh, but, I mean, are they really that insane and stupid? I'm talking about the left. I don't call them liberal. I don't call them progressive anymore because they're not. What, you mean when uh, they say we should just decriminalize people coming here illegally and you have to pay for their health care? Yes, sir. And just <laughs> in general, I'm like, I mean, come on, common sense. I mean, right, right thinking, not like in a political sense, just common no. sense. They're like nut jobs. And AOC, I mean, what's her IQ? I, I kind of wonder. Or is she just looking for the spotlight? <laughs> you know, Scott, I appreciate your call. We got to run. I, if you had a chance to have uh, a lunch with uh, Mr. Producer Rich, a call screener Rich. They could tell you, living in New York City, yeah, there are a lot of people that are just that crazy. Once again, Doc Washburn saying thank you so much to the great one, Mark Levin, for letting me fill in tonight. He'll be back live from Israel again tomorrow night. Mark Levin, tomorrow night. God bless America. From the Westwood One Podcast Network.